Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. We typically start with game releases on the show, however given the holiday break there were no major games released last week and no upcoming games coming out this week, so it's time for everyone to catch up on their backlog. Now during a slow week of news we have 7 stories to cover this week. Number 1. Xbox Game Pass Microsoft wants to cut down on long load times. Jordan Ramey at GameSpot writes, Microsoft is pleased with the success of Xbox Game Pass, but is looking to improve the service going into the next console generation. As Microsoft transitions from Xbox One to Xbox Series X, the official name for Project Scarlet, it wants to make it easier for subscribers to try new games without having to wait through long download times. Quote, we now have a generation where our customers have access to hundreds and hundreds of games in their portfolio, and we've never really had that, end quote, Xbox head Phil Spencer told GameSpot in an exclusive interview. Quote, previously, my portfolio of games is usually down to what discs do I happen to own right now, and what games have I purchased digitally? But if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you have access to hundreds of games, and your friends list has access to that same shared library of games, end quote. Spencer continued, quote, And we think that community opportunity, as we bring the community of our players together with a really creative community of developers, who are building some immersive games and creative games that land on Game Pass, there are some things that we want to work on to make it easier to try your next game, end quote. Spencer admits that there's too much waiting when it comes to trying new games. After seeing a screenshot of a cool-looking game in the Xbox Live store, it's not like you can start that up playing right then and there. Quote, download times are an issue, time to get into the game, the load times, these things, end quote, Spencer said. Quote, and when you have such a broad portfolio of games that you have on Game Pass and the community of people who are in Game Pass, where somebody might literally drop you a line on Xbox saying, hey, you should go try Minute, it's a really cool game, we want you to be able to browse games the way you browse other forms of media, end quote. In this regard, with Xbox Series X, Microsoft is focusing on cutting down on the overall old times of the platform, even to the point where you'll be able to keep multiple games suspended at once and load back into whenever you want to play next. Long gone are the days of getting a game at midnight, coming home and playing it as soon as you drop that disc into the tray. Sad times, but it is for an updating and better future. It is good to see that Microsoft is invested and aware of this thing and they are trying to fix it going into the next generation. And if anyone's going to do it, it's definitely Microsoft. Number 2. Xbox Games with Gold gave out $1,196 worth of games in 2019. Were they any good? Owen S. Good at Polygon writes, Last week Microsoft made available the last two titles of 2019's Game with Gold lineup, closing out the year with another 46 offered to Xbox Live Gold subscribers. In all, there were 48 games in Xbox Live Games with Gold for 2019, with an average Metacritic score of 75, and a combined retail price at the time of the offer of $1,196.53. The Metacritic average is 1.9 points lower than 2018. The total dollar value is more than $300 better than last year, with two big conditions. One, Microsoft this year started including the MSRP of the games at the time they were announced for Games with Gold, so some self-interested inflation may be assumed. Two, last year's analysis took the Microsoft Store sale price of the games at the time of publication. Despite a strong start, and even considering the reduced catalog of PlayStation Plus, 
which also loaded with first-party titles, it's hard to say Xbox Live Games with Gold had a better year than its rival. Games with Gold can and does do backwards compatibility where PlayStation Plus does not, but that also means a lot of the library's name recognition comes from decade-old titles that don't cost much, if anything, on the marketplace. Games with Gold has been showing its age for a while and simply seems cannibalized by the better value offered in an Xbox Game Pass subscription, which can now be added onto a Gold subscription for $5 more a month. Microsoft recently pulled a door shut on its backward compatibility program for OG Xbox and Xbox 360, and it's hard to think Games with Gold also survives into whatever subscription will support the Xbox Series X when that launches next year. Although all three preceding console generations will be supported within Series X, all signs point to Microsoft opening the firehose of content with Game Pass. 2013, after all, is six years ago, which is a geological error in this industry. This may be the penultimate year we do one of these things, so if so, let's hope the series can rally in 2020 with some greatest hits to remind us of the most fun we had on the past two console generations. Just some interesting numbers and statistics to go over with the free value added to Xbox Games of Gold, which is our membership that we need to play online games. I for one love the service and it's hard to complain about free added games to the value. Number 3. Reminder Gears 4 servers close January 2020. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, It's a bittersweet moment for the Gears studio as their blog announces the twilight for Gears of War 4. Cool, Gears 4 was our first true entry into the Gears saga and a huge learning experience for all of us. We're incredibly proud of what Gears 4 achieved and how our time together with the community over the past three years has shaped what Gears 5 has become. Thank you truly deeply for all your support since October 2016. It meant the world to us, end quote. There are several upcoming changes to the game. Ranked play will be removed from Gears 4 in January 2020. The current ranked season will continue until then. Replacing it will be a new series of playlists across core and competitive. These playlists will also have relaxed latency and skill rating rules, and all the all-quit penalties will be disabled. There will be no more events in Gears 4, as Microsoft will be concentrating on Gears 5. Midnight Omen Flaming Weapon skins will be able to be crafted with a better playlist update in January next year, ensuring that the Better Than Bacon and I Like Them Crispy achievements are still obtainable. Microsoft are also looking at possibly introducing a permanent XP boost, as they have done with previous Gears games. They emphasize that they can't currently confirm this will happen, but that it's something they're definitely looking into. A swan song for one of the greats in Gears of War 4, and on to Gears 5 for all you multiplayer fans out there. I for one just don't have the time to dig deep into Gears multiplayer. Number 4. Call of Duty. Modern Warfare glitch lets players explore Battle Royale map. Andrew Smith at IGN writes, A new Call of Duty Modern Warfare glitch will allow players to explore what appears to be an upcoming Battle Royale map. While Battle Royale mode hasn't been officially confirmed by Activision, the glitch seemingly allows players to explore the Ground War Battle Royale playing area. Discovered by Reddit user King Brazor and reported by Eurogamer, players can test out the glitch for themselves by playing a private match on the map Bacon. Once you've begun the game, simply use the free spectating feature and spawn camera to roam throughout the area. The Vacant map is set within Port of Verdansk, which is the large ground war map. Here is where the glitch gets fun. You'll be able to travel outside the vacant boundaries and explore new, unreleased areas in Modern Warfare. The map itself isn't a fully rendered version of the Battle Royale playing area, Arthur, think of it more like a Google Earth VR version, where the closer you get to the ground, the choppier the graphics get. It's clear that this version of the Battle Royale map is designed as a backdrop skybox for the vacant map. There might have been the same glitch that a lot of Redditor to discover what seems to be a new Battle Royale map and features in November. The new map leak also seemingly confirmed a new Battle Royale feature called Gulag, where eliminated players will have a chance to battle 1v1 with the victor getting to respawn. Some neat glitches found by the Modern Warfare community and hopefully they all become true. I really loved Blackout and was addicted when it first came out, 
and I just don't have the time for Modern Warfare multiplayer, but I love jumping into battle royales with my friends as you can just jump in and jump out. Let's hope this comes out soon and is true. Number 5. Resident Evil 3 Remake will be a more action-packed than 2 and will feature major changes. James O'Connor GameSpot writes, the recently announced remake of Resident Evil 3 is releasing for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on April 3rd, 2020. The title's reveal alongside its trailer came as something of a surprise, but it makes sense the Resident Evil 2 remake was a Game of the Year contender and it sold extremely well. Now thanks to one fan who got their hands on the latest issue of the Japanese game magazine Famitsu, and helpfully translated an interview as noticed by US Gamer, we've got some more details about Resident Evil 3. The magazine features an interview with producers Peter Fabiano and Mashika Kawada who share some details about the game. The game was codenamed Escape during development as come due to the high demand from fans according to a Twitter thread. The game will follow the original as the Resident Evil 2 remake did, but with changes and rearrangements, so that those familiar with the original could also enjoy it. The game is reportedly 90% complete, so a delay is not expected. Despite part of the trailer being in first person, the game will be played from the over-the-shoulder perspective that RE2 also used. Joel's outfit has been redesigned so that it wouldn't look uncomfortable during action, but this game is a lot more action-packed than Resident Evil 2. Carlos look changed for this remake, but apparently his demeanor has as well, and he's now more mature. Brad Vickers has apparently changed more substantially and will have a different role in this remake, but the producers are not ready to talk about that yet. For all you hardcore Resident Evil fans like me, this is some cool insight into the game, as Resident Evil 3 wasn't one of my favorites growing up. It's cool that they're going to change it, and maybe it will be like Resident Evil 2. Number 6. Fallout 76's Christmas is interrupted by inventory-stealing hackers. Case Marshall at Polygon writes, Fallout 76 has been rocked by yet another major bug that played out just before Christmas. Hackers were able to open up the inventory of other players and help themselves to everything within. As if the player was a loot chest. This is obviously a major problem as the hackers could take everything a player had earned. One of the exploiters posted a video of the hack in action. Writing in the video's description, a new hack was introduced earlier today that allows for stealing other players' entire inventories. Here's a little bit of some fun we had with it. Over 500 players have been affected on camera, as unclear how many have been robbed overall. Bethesda has responded on the Fallout 76 subreddit on December 24th with a post entitled, An Update on the Current PC Exploit. We are investigating reports of a PC-only exploit that could be abused by cheaters, which may have resulted in a few players losing items that their characters had equipped. We have been actively working toward a solution for this and have a fix that we are currently evaluating for release today. While we've determined that only a small number of characters have been negatively affected, we are taking this very seriously and resolving this as a currently our top priority. We would like to apologize to those of you who were impacted by this exploit. We want to make this right and we are currently looking into ways we'd be able to compensate you. If you believe you have been affected, please let us know by submitting a ticket to our customer support team. Fallout 76 had a very unstable December even by the game's usual standards. Earlier this month, players uncovered an exploit that allowed them to spawn NPCs and assets within the world. Players reported seeing the Preden, the Fallout 4 Brotherhood of Steel Zeppelin, spawned into the world. It seems like the story with this game never continues to end in terms of bugs, exploits, and problems the community has with it. I've had this game since launch as a gift, and I've literally never played it or opened it. I was waiting for the NPC update to maybe give it a chance, but even that was delayed. Maybe 2020 will be a rebound year for Fallout 76 and their community. And number 7, more of a TV news story, but Halo TV show production has begun a new Infinite Concept Art released. Halo is gearing up for a big year in 2020, with the Halo Master Chief Collection continuing to release for PC, and the planned launch of Halo Infinite alongside the Xbox Series X. In a new update on Halo Waypoint, developer 343 Industries has dropped some information about everything on the Halo slate, including the upcoming 2021 Showtime TV series. 
343 Industries provides an update on Showtime's upcoming Halo show, which will star Pablo Schreiber, Orange is the New Black's porn stash, as Master Chief. Production on the show has begun, and a behind-the-scenes shot makes it clear that Halsey will feature in it. The show will also be directed, at least in part, by Black Mirror's Otto Bathurst. An update is also given on Halo Infinite alongside some new concept art. The team currently has split-screen running internally, according to the post, and the game is confirmed as taking place after Halo 5. Forge will also return, and for the first time, it will feature undo and redo buttons, making it easier to edit together levels. Halo Infinite is coming to the Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. It will support LAN play and will feature extensive armor customization options. The next major Halo release will be the anniversary edition of the original Halo for PC. It will enter beta in early 2020. Some more Halo news for all you Halo fans out there, and hopefully this TV show could be a good adaptation of a video game to the big screen. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is Thoughts of Sabotage. Andrew Smith at The Gamer writes, Thoughts of Sabotage. When you're as big a company as Microsoft, you are bound to have more than your fair share of people who don't particularly like you. They would love nothing more for the company to meet disaster, and many within the gaming industry saw the company's incoming console as a threat. Many felt that the company had no business within the field of video game consoles, and that it was simply another way to corner the market. After the launch of the original Xbox within the United States and around the world, reports started coming in that consumer discs were being scratched by the disc tray. Having painstakingly designed it themselves and being aware of its possible faults, many of the Xbox engineers suspected sabotage by manufacturers overseas. Having run into problems before launch in areas like Japan and elsewhere, their fears were well-founded. Seamus Blackley stated that the likelihood of such occurrences was so small that he was sure manufacturers were behind it. A dark side of the video game industry we may not think of, and who knows what is true. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I haven't had too much time to play video games as I did have a minor surgery and currently recovering from that. Hopefully, I'm going to be feeling better and jumping into some more video games like Life is Strange Season 2, finishing that off, and maybe finishing The Outer Worlds. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all had a great holiday, a happy new year, and cheers to 2020, which is being set up as one of the best years in gaming in a long time, with all the major releases and, of course, our shiny new consoles.